0: It's easy to get caught up in what you're doing, buried in projects, tasks, commitments. It's overwhelming. Remember that productivity isn't the goal, but an imperfect means of measurement. Give yourself the space to simply be mostly productive and supercharge your success. I'm Matt Anderson, and let's explore this idea a bit more. Well, hello, I've been running a lot lately, and I've actually rediscovered my love of running over the course of the last six months. I haven't run this much since high school, and I find that of all the things I do in the week, it's one that I really look forward to and miss if I don't make it happen each week. And I must like it because I'm choosing to run during the Minnesota winter. And as part of that, I'm finding that I I have some skills I'm rediscovering that I haven't thought about in a long time. And while they happen, I let my thoughts wander on some of those things, and running's good for that. It's been a really nice form of meditation for me. And one of the things that's popped into my mind is that I keep coming back to is the idea of shortening my stride. And what I mean by that is in Minnesota, when you're running outside, it's cold and it gets snowy and icy and can be very slippery. And without taking the appropriate precautions, you can find yourself in a bit of trouble. In fact, a lot of runners in Minnesota will opt for a treadmill during the colder or you know, crummier weather months. I despise running on a treadmill. I can do it, but I really, really don't like it. I have a hard time just kind of letting go and being at peace when I run that way. So in trying to work with the tough weather or tough running weather outside, I find that I I shorten my stride. And it really guards against a lot of things that can go wrong. So why do I do that? So snow can hide ice that's sitting underneath and shorter strides give you more options to redirect or dodge obstacles. So as you're running, you don't necessarily know where the ice is going to be. It's an ever-present danger, especially if you've had periods of snowfall, maybe a little sleet, it warms up a little bit, it refreezes, more snow falls on top. You're never quite sure where that slippery patch is going to be. And if you've committed yourself while you're running to long strides, there's literally less opportunity to be able to respond to what's right in front of you. I mean, at speed, trying to dodge something that's two steps away is harder than dodging what's four steps away, even if it's the exact same absolute distance, because you just have, there, there's less opportunity to be able to change what that stride looks like or make a pivot or make a turn. There's just not as much wiggle room when you're taking that longer stride when you want to adjust or compensate the shorter slide also shorter stride also makes it easier to recover if you start to slip because stretching with a long stride if you hit the ice it's tough to compensate in the moment it puts a lot of stress on your muscles i mean best case you pull it together but it was hard Middle case, you strain a muscle or really feel it after the fact. Maybe I would have to take it easy the next time you go out or take some time off from running entirely. Or worst case, you can't pull through it and you slip and fall. And I mean, certainly it could get worse than that, but I, I don't need to go down that path. That's, that's bad enough. We'll just say slip and fall and leave it at that. And a good example here is, even if it's it's not something that should happen to come across you, but trying to turn on ice is a heck of a lot harder if you're taking those long strides. So if it could be slippery, I'm taking that preventive measure of making wider, slower turns with a shorter stride. I adjust my inertia rather than expecting to turn like I would on regular ground. And from an outside perspective, it might look a little bit goofy. I don't know how much I actually care about that because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm getting that run in and I'm making sure that I am staying at least reasonably safe in what could otherwise be a, a tough situation or I could make a you know, a mistake out there and I'm trying to protect against the downside of that. But I keep moving forward when I do this. Now, albeit it's at a slower pace, and that is a drawback. I'm not as efficient as I would otherwise be. Yeah, you know, I really felt this during my first slippery run of the season. I was running with a couple of neighbors on a regular route that we take, and I was feeling way more winded and tired than normal, especially toward the end. There's this one hill where after we you know go for this five-mile run, we'll often do that extra little bit, even though we could turn into the neighborhood, we'll go a little bit further up a hill and take on that extra little bit. And when we were figuring out, are we going to do this? I didn't do it. I opted out and I'm usually game for it. It's usually, should we do it? And I say, heck yeah, but I could feel it. I, I wasn't as effective in my run and I was, I was feeling gassed and I didn't want to chance, you know, kind of pushing myself too far there and, and getting a setback that way. So it's this kind of trade-off. I'm probably having a slower pace or i'm using more energy to cover the same distance but with practice i build confidence and i get through those icy spots because what i don't want to have happen is to get injured whether that's a fall or hurting a muscle i then i couldn't run and i'd miss out on that run i Got done saying I really enjoyed running. I've found, refound found that love for running. And I'd miss out on some of the other things that are a positive impact for me as well. The positive impact on my health and making progress towards some of my fitness goals. Though I admit there's still a chance that I slip or injure myself when I go out there. Shortening my stride doesn't fully guard against that possibility. And as I consider my threat model, I'm trying to mitigate the most likely risks. So it's worth noting that I take other measures too, like changing where I run. I try to keep it to roads, fewer paths and sidewalks where it's going to be more slow, uh, snowy or icy. I'll change my path. You know, I don't share my runs publicly, but I do use GPS to track where I run. And instead of uh, looking like a big loop, like it normally does, it looks kind of more like a, a branch with pine needles on it uh, with a bunch of little out and backs in what I'm doing. And I'm usually sticking a lot closer to home. So in case something did happen, then I'm not so far away and I can get home easier. You know, you might be asking yourself, "Wouldn't why am I not just stopping in the first place?" I mean, wouldn't that be safer not to uh, or to to stop entirely when I see that that problem in front of me? And I mean, uh, sure, possibly, but in the context of a larger system, even stopping has its own risks. I mean, if you're stopped and you realize you need to move. It can be hard to get moving, especially if you're on an icy spot. If you've ever been on a sheet of ice and you try to start running right away, you can't move quickly. You're going to have to start slow. So when managed appropriately, those short strides, you can control more of your own safety. You can drive more of your own outcome by making that deliberate movement rather than just stopping entirely. So in my podcast about productivity, I've just spent the last 10 minutes or so talking about running. What does this actually mean? And first off, let me say, I call it mostly productive for a reason. It's not just about productivity, but it does map into productivity. I find the whole concept of shortening my stride to be a terrific metaphor elsewhere in life. And I often reflect on that idea even during my run. It is part of that mind-wandering process that I mentioned about. There's value in shortening your strides in many areas of life, whether that's at work, whether that's something with family, whether that's a personal goal that I'm looking for. This concept is applicable in so many other places than just running. I often wonder, am I focused on the right thing? I wonder, am I focused on maybe the perfect thing? But if I shorten my stride and make some progress toward something and I'm ready to pivot to something else, I find that that approach has worked really well for me and I don't lose the opportunity to be able to make some of that progress because I'm worried about what I'm focused on. If I was focused on the wrong thing, that's okay. I can pivot. I can respond. My role has shifted at work, and my day-to-day is different, and it's a little bit uncertain in what I'm going to be doing because it's not quite as clearly mapped out as what I was doing just a handful of months ago, and trying to stay on top of that has been tough. But as I find myself in those challenging places, I shorten my stride and try to figure out what's working. And I'm looking out in front of me for those slippery patches to try to ask for help before I slip and you know get injured metaphorically. But run into a challenge, spread myself too thin, get myself uh, you know out over a, a topic that I I shouldn't be investigating. I mean, those looking for those kind of things. It's all about shortening the stride and keeping my eyes out there always being ready to pivot. There's this global pandemic that's been happening and it's impacting what would otherwise be some of the auto- automatic decisions in my life. There's things that I just miss doing or you know have have envisioned myself doing otherwise, but If I were to try to do those things, it just wouldn't be reasonable. It wouldn't, you know, it would be too much of a risk, uh, whether a risk to myself or even a risk to other people out there. So I shorten my stride and let the world keep turning. With my family, I've got two young kids. We slip slide all over the place, whether or not it's even a snowy day. But I shorten my stride with them and we take little steps together. So this idea of shortening my stride, whether I'm running or not, it sure works well for me in being able to help and work through those situations where I'm in the middle of uncertainty or coming up on uncertainty. And who knows, maybe it's something that could work for you too. So like I said, I've been doing a lot of running and I've really enjoyed that, even in the cold and potentially crummy weather of a Minnesota winter. Now, as I sign off and I've now talked about for 15 minutes shortening my stride and staying safe on my runs, I certainly hope that I don't end up with a sprained ankle sitting in a boot unable to run in the near future here. So here's hoping.